Amen. Come on, give me one more hand. Thank you for the word. Amen. Amen. Just look at your neighbor real quick and say victory. Yeah, victory is what, is what we're moving in, okay? It's not what we're moving towards. It's what we're in. We're not fighting for a victory. We are, we are demonstrating the victory that we possess. And it's a victory that was, that was provided for us by Jesus. Somebody, somebody just needs to recognize this this morning that, hey, man, I just wish I could get the victory. You got so much victory in you, you have hell worried. Huh? You, you, you are victorious. Come on, guys. You got to get, got to get on the same page with me, or we're stuck. Okay, you are victorious. Say, I am victorious. Well, that's not bad, but I mean, now, now say it like you know, like, like you, the enemy's listening. I am victorious. You know, that's not, that's not, that's not super convincing, okay? Uh, uh, say, I am victorious. I am victorious. Don't you feel better already? Yeah. I, I, mean, re- I mean, say it again. I am victorious. I am victorious. Well, I don't want to lie. <laughs> Sometimes we're, we're, we're so messed up uh, because the way we do things. Isn't it funny that we start the year off even taking stuff out of our diet that we like, and, and it's almost like punishing ourselves, you know, because when you, if you do it wrong, it, that's kind of what it's like. Well, if I punish myself, then God will move. If I, if I, if I you know, you, you're not going to convince God to move. It's not to move God. Fasting is not actually the purpose of moving God. It's moving you, right? And, but we're seeking from him a, a right way for us. Ezra, you know, remember 821, it says, uh, we set the fast so that we could seek the Lord and, uh, and learn the right way for us, the right way for our kids, the right way for our substance. How do you know there's a right way for you? There's a right way for your kids. There's a right way for your substance. I said, there's a right way for you. There's a right way for your children. There's, there's a right way for your substance. Okay, I'm going to seek God and do it his way. Proverbs 14, 12 says that there's a way that seems right to man, but the end is the ways of death. So our way leads to destruction. His way leads to life. Our, our way leads to chaos. His way leads to peace. Our way leads to poverty. His way leads to prosperity. Our, our way, you, you get the picture? But, but we say we're seeking God's way, but we're positive that our way is best. And we think that we know the way, and so we, we keep taking and doing things. It's like, well, I, I tell you what, I'll make that statement, I'm victorious, you know, after, you know, after this, this, this happens. And you, so, so you've decided that you will dictate the order of events, and this is the way it ought to be for you. And you're going to tell God, this is the way. So when you do these three things, then I'll act like you are God. But until then... I'll be God. Hello? Uh, uh, until you do things the way I want you to, then you and me got a little problem, God. And I'm going to tell you something. You're the only one with the problem. God ain't got a problem. Okay? His way works. His way works. You know, well, I'm going to prove I can do it my way. Okay, well, when you're done losing, when, when, when you come to your senses, right? It's like the prodigal. You know, when you come to your senses, head home. He'll be waiting for you. It, it, and he won't hold it against you. But the reality is, is that you actually don't have to go through all that pain and chaos and destruction. You could just go ahead and do it his 
way. See, because uh, here's what we know, right? Here, here's what we know, is that God is not building an exceptional life for you. You should see some of your faces. What? No, he's not. He's not. He, he's not building an exceptional life for you. He is developing you, growing you, making you big to fit the exceptional life he's already prepared for you. He's, he, he's already, uh, you, you know, I mean, think about it, and how God does a thing is how he does everything. And, 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 and you know, when, when, when he put Adam and Eve and, and, and put, placed them in the garden and said, dress and keep it, uh, you know, and, and he didn't step back and check out how things are going and go, oh, we probably should have put oxygen down there. You know, uh, well, we, we put oxygen, it was enough for three days. No, it, it was already equipped. Okay, it was complete. It was full. Everything they needed. You have already received everything you need to live a life that pleases God. We have everything we need. It, 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 we, already, we have access. I'm telling you that God's not building a life for you. He's building you to fit the life that he's created for you. Hello? And, and, and here's the thing is quite often you're being equipped to bring the solution to somebody else's problem. Hello? Uh, I mean, God has never had and never will have a, a, an intention for you to do your life alone. You, no, it don't work that way. Well, I tell you what, when they start treating me the way I think they should treat me, See, that's the enemy's scheme because, because he, he, he knows his strategy well because he knows that all, it doesn't take much to get one of us to take stuff completely out of order. Last night I was talking about uh, 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 Lene Carter's Texas sheet cake. If, if, if she ever offers to bake you a Texas sheet cake, the answer is yes. Well, I'm fasting. Break the fast. Okay? Because I'm telling you, her sheet cake is more holy than... <laughs> It's, it's, like, it's not like a little piece of heaven. It's like a whole plate of it. And, uh, 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 and if she gives you the recipe, so I know I'm crying out for it too. If she, if she gives you the recipe for that sheet cake, uh, I want to give you a piece of advice. Make sure you follow the recipe. Because, you, you know, there's, there's a strategy it's, it's not like you throw this in there, throw that in there, put it in the microwave, pop it out. You know, it's not like egg bites from Costco. You know, peel back the plastic, hit 60 seconds, enjoy. You know, there, there's a process and there's an order. And if you don't follow the process, if you get things out of order, there's certain groups of ingredients that you have to mix up together before you add them to the rest. And, and people say, well, I don't have time for that. I'm not going to do it that way. You're not having Texas sheet cake. Yours might not even be edible. I'm serious. You know, we've, we've done that before, you know, handed out that recipe to several people and bring them all so we could have a bunch of them here. And, and we ended up, I think, with two. And there were other things that were similar, sort of. They were in a pan. Okay? You, you have, you, if you take it out of order, 
You know, and what's, what's odd is that in reality, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? it? You know, you don't even have to be like, like, like a skilled baker. You don't have you, you, to, to understand that, okay, I got to follow that recipe. I got to do these things in order or I'm not going to get that end result that, that, I'm, that I'm expecting. And what happens is that when you're expecting something, when reality and expectation collide, the door to disappointment swings open. And so, we, you know, we're getting results that we weren't expecting. We're not getting the results that we were expecting. And so we become disappointed with this God life stuff. And we say it don't work. No, it works fine. But we are out of order. Come on, somebody. Yeah, but I'm doing the right thing. Right, you can do the right thing, but if it's in the wrong place, it, it don't matter. Right, I mean, you're a nice guy, you're still losing. You're friendly, yeah, but uh, you, you know what? You, you can be lovable and cute, and everybody likes you, but nobody will hire you because lovable and cute doesn't produce the result that's needed. You know, how, how do I elevate my life so that it's really productive? So, so I mean, man, stuff is working, and, and, and well, you, you get it in order. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time to get in order. You know, uh, uh, we, we, check, this, check this first out in just a second. Uh, I look down and go, oh, yeah, I probably should talk about that. Um, you know, this life alone thing, when you do life alone, you're out of order. Okay, it's not going to work. Uh, God life was never intended for you to do it alone. Um, and, and, but see, we, even the way we think, we take verses and try to apply them to ourselves as an individual which is probably good at a certain level. There's probably benefits, but when it's not put in the context in which it was given, it doesn't produce the results that it promised, right? So, uh, you know, a very popular scripture that I think a lot of us need to come to, you know, have a little bit of understanding in is Romans 12.1. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. This is one of those verses that way back in the day, you know, uh, it, it, it was the memory verse for a lot of us, you know, right? And if you grew up in church and you went across the hall or down in the basement wherever they had the flannel board at and, and you know, and, and you're sitting around there and, and they'd, they'd, they'd have you memorize it. So I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Don't be confronted this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so you can pray that the will of God is good, it's perfect, and, and, and you get this all quoted down, and you think, okay, I'm good, I got it. You know, I beseech thee, therefore, slow down a second, you find it, it says here, guys, I'm begging you, by the mercies of God, I'm begging you, in light of all that God has done for you, and all that Christ has provided for you, I'm begging you that you get this uh, because and your reasonable service, this is the least that you can do. So here, here's the deal. As a follower of Christ, he's telling you, here's the birthing spot. This is the beginning point because this is the smallest, this is the little thing that you got to do, right? Because it's the little thing that's going to open the door to the big things. But if you get the little thing wrong, if you get this out of order, ain't nothing else really going to work. You, you, you tracking? You all right? You know what I'm thinking? You know what I'm thinking? I, and I'm just, I'm feeling it in my spirit today that, that, that a lot of us, if we can just get this right, man, a bunch of the other stuff that we've been working so hard on making right, it'll actually begin to, you know, it's kind of like, hey, you got the spark plugs, but the wires are off. And, and you start putting them on and st stuff starts running better. Huh? 
you, you know, I had a friend, uh, I, I traveled as, uh, you know, earlier in life, um, you know, when I, when I was about 17, 18, so, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago, and, and uh, people doing quick math going, he's a liar, yeah, okay, uh, but, we, you know, musically, I, I traveled with guys through uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas, uh, and back there, in, you know, they had roundabouts before roundabouts were even known of. You know, in, in the middle of town, they had these big courtyard things, and the big statue of somebody who fought something, who rode on that and, and carried one of those, and, 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 and they were out there in the middle of the town square, you know, and, and what we would do is this guy, his dad owned a junkyard, and he had an old Ford pickup that had a lot of space underneath the hood, and so we'd go out to the, uh, out to the uh, junkyard, and we'd take uh, various parts that were, you know, out of broken down vehicles, things that, you know, didn't work, I mean, like the battery and the starter and whatever, and we'd, we'd use uh, bailing wire and strap them up underneath the hood, and then he'd pull off a spark plug wire. And we'd head downtown, and the thing would be sputting and spitting and backfiring, and it would barely, and we're going, and we'd drive around that, around, around that statue three or four times, and people standing there looking at, you know, and they'd, they'd be watching, we'd get out, and he'd throw the hood up, and we'd, and we'd have, you know, the snips in our hand, and we'd start cutting the bailing wire, and we'd start setting stuff out. Batteries, starters, you know, miscellaneous parts. And while we were doing that, we'd slip the spark plug wire back on, He'd jump in and start it, vroom, vroom, just lie in the hood, get in, drive off, leave those parts laying there. It was awesome. <laughs> and the look on people's faces, why? Because they, they realize, hey, something's wrong. This shouldn't work that way. But let me, let me tell you something, that when something's working, it's because it's in order. When something ain't working, it's because it's not in order. Okay, so if God life ain't working for you, you got something out of order. What if you could get this right? I'm begging you. I beseech you. I'm begging you, brethren. Look at, look at somebody close and say, brethren. Hey, 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 family. Come on, we're family now. I said we're family. Say, I'm loved. I'm accepted. I belong. Say, I'm loved. I'm accepted. I belong. Hey, you're family now. You might not like us yet. Which, by the way, as, as you know, when Berta's up here telling her story, I am starting to get the sense that it really wasn't Chris that had all the problems. <laughs> yeah, just say it. Okay. Uh, so, if, you know, it might take a little bit more time before you actually figure us out and, and make the decision to endure us. I have family members, well, let's just put it this way. We're family, okay, whether you like us or not, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I think you ought to be clapping right there. I think you ought to be, yeah, I'm in a family. And he said, he said, so I'm begging you, family, by the mercies of God, or in light of everything that God has done. I'm begging you that, that I mean, you look at this, look at everything. We're talking about from the beginning to, to, to the end, this whole plan of God and, and all of his goodness and his righteousness and his mercy and his power, in light of all of that, you have got to get this in order. 
This is the least you can do. This is, the le- this is your reasonable service. This is the least that you could do, that you present your bodies. Put, put it back up there, if you would, for a minute. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Check it out. Everybody say bodies. Okay, this is not intended for you to be alone in the closet trying to figure out how you're going to present yourself a living sacrifice, but the word bodies here is it's not singular, it's, it, it is plural. It is a group of individuals who have come together with a common goal and vision. He said it's the body of Christ that he's building, and we got to get together. Why are you in church today? You're going to reap a benefit, but it really isn't just about you, it's about the body. Why are are you serving on a team? Well, it's not about you because you know what? I can change my own diaper, but but I'm going to go across there and change. Why? Because I'm ministering to the body. This is if I get this in order, maybe some of the other stuff is going to begin to work. That I would present our bodies, that we'd work together and as a living sacrifice, holy, other than anybody else on the planet. There ain't nothing like this. Right? Holy and acceptable unto God. Holy and acceptable unto God. What, what if we got stuff in order? Where to begin? Uh, how, how about we start applying some of the information that we've acquired as we're learning God's ways? Um. You, you know, we're, we're learning that, uh, you know, if we, if we read the Bible and, and, and we press in, we learn that uh, the, the problems aren't just problems, they're opportunities. That right in front of every promotion is a test. And, uh, and a lot of us are, are getting the same test over and over and over and over again, and we're kind of getting frustrated, a little bit irritable. You know, uh, because it just seems like no matter who I get with, no matter who I get around, no matter, no matter what I say or how I act or what I do, or, it just seems like everybody's against me. They're always, you know, everybody's under my skin. And, and to be honest, it, everybody is betraying you and wounding you and hurting you. And, and, well, wh- why? Well, because there's this test that you got to pass. You, you know, it, it's like, hey, uh, anybody ever felt offended, and I'm talking about during this service. <laughs> you, know, you know, offense is, you know, to be offended, it's not hard, right? Uh, offense has, has two parts to it, and, and the first one is the feeling, you, you know, because something happens, and a feeling, an emotion comes, and you begin, you know, uh, and you have to quickly make a decision, like, how am I going to react to that emotion, and, and, uh, and that emotion wants me to be offended, and it seems like everybody's out to get, everybody speaks against everybody, no matter, like, try, and then, then this pops up, everybody, and could it possibly be that you're being granted the opportunity over and over and over and over again to pass this test and, and experience a promotion? Well, I've told everybody I forgive them. You know, uh, okay, how to do this in six minutes. Uh, uh, Psalms 119, verse 165, 
uh, which if, if you're going to memorize a chapter of the Bible, don't pick Psalms 119. Uh, but verse 165, it says, Great peace have those that love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. That's not even possible. No, it really, it, you know, we think that these are big things, but really it's a little thing. It's called a decision. And when the feeling comes of, of, of offense, when it comes, see, you can choose, well, wait a minute, instead of seeing this as a, as a problem, I'm recognizing this as an opportunity. I'm getting promoted. Why? Because I'm going to choose not to be offended. See, I might feel offended, but that don't mean I need to be offended. See, I, I, I might feel like what they did was wrong, and you might be right. See, this, this is where what you know could be preventing you from knowing what you need to know has the power to take you where you need to go. Yeah, but they were wrong. Okay, you're, you're right. But you need to know. See, what you know might not be wrong. It just might not be complete. I said, what you know might be absolutely correct, but it's not everything that you need to know. Like, right, you should never do that to somebody. But do you know that if you say, I will not be offended, that you walk in a freedom that is so powerful? That, but if, you do, if, you don't, if, if you're not promoted, guess what happens? Every decision you make about your future is based off a wound from the past. You really want your hurts developing your future? No, I'm telling you, you don't. You don't. Uh, and, and if you think that, that I don't understand what it's like to have people talk about you, vote against you, you know, stab you in the back, you are on crack. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something, that you can make a choice. Why? Because that is, that's God's way. It is in order. It is in order. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, uh, you know, there's a bunch of scriptures that, you, that we could give you. I'm going to quote a few. Trust me, then the Bible, if you want notes, I'll give them to you later. But the Bible says that through wisdom, God founded the heavens and, and, and through, by understanding, he established the earth. Wisdom, most of us understand all the different words for wisdom and, and, and you know, and the different types of wisdom. There's five words that, that mean wisdom. And, and, uh, but wisdom, bottom line, wisdom is knowing what to do and when to do it. See, and a lot of us, a lot of us have the, the mind of God partially. Like, we, we know what to do, but we, we have not gotten good at discerning when to do that. And because we don't, we don't hang out long enough to get the when, sometimes we do things that are godly, but not in order. You with me? So you get it out of order, and it doesn't work. See, if the enemy cannot prevent you, he will promote you. If he can't get you to live like you're nothing, then he'll get you to think you're really something. Right? And he'll just get you out of order. We'll end up making decisions that, that, that we, that we should have waited on, that we should have developed, that we should have prepared for the opposition, but we step out and we call it faith. But see, faith, see, asking God to bless you when, uh, when, when you haven't followed his recipe, but you've jumped ahead. You know, it's so easy to see it, isn't it, in, in the financial realm, right? Because we, we start, okay, I'm going to give an offering, and, and, and I'm going to buy a house. Well, what about everything in between? Well, God's going to bless me. So you're asking God to bless your disorder. 
No, I know I'm preaching good now. You should see your faces. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, uh, and, and we've created a cycle in our life that, that is constantly producing the wrong result, and, and we're frustrated like, like God's not. Uh, no, no, see, he, by understanding, he established the earth. So understanding is the ability to mentally separate the, the system, the structure, the, the strategy, the order. The order, and, and, and he put things in order to establish, which means to cause to take root and to begin to produce fruit. So there is an order, you know, have you ever wondered what in the world is going on? This is how the world operates. How come? Because God established it that way. And so it's established, it's set, it ain't going to change. Hello, somebody. I said it ain't going to change. It's not going to be different for you. Why? Because it's God's order. I'm telling you, it's God's order. And it, and it ain't some great big thing that's standing against you. It's, it's going to be one of the little things. You know, if you, if you swing out there to the merch place and pick up the, the book, you know, the proving ground and start reading, and it's got the nine tests that, you, that all of us are going to deal with constantly, you're going to find out that the test of small things is bigger than you think. See, most of us aren't losing in a big area. It's just a little thing. Why? Because we have a cycle. And, and, and we're living from the death cycle, or from, a, from a negative cycle, from a cycle that produces destruction instead of a cycle that, that produces peace. If you, if, you, if you follow that recipe and put it all together and do it the way it's supposed to be, you know what you get every single time? Texas sheet cake. Thank you, God. People clapping or people who have tasted it. Not one time, never will you follow that recipe, follow the order, do it right, put it in, pull out a turkey. <laughs> See, and you are convinced that the burnt turkey that represents your life, you, you followed the directions of the Word of God. No, you didn't. That doesn't mean you're bad, it just means you're out of order. The steps of a good man are ordered. Um, it's kind of funny because uh, in, in the Bible, in the King James Bible, words that are in italics means that they've been added. They weren't actually in the original text. So there was something about the, the, the next word that they wanted to, because there's multiple choices, you know, of, you know, and, and so in, in this verse, it's the word good. It's not actually in the text. So in the text, it reads in English that the steps of a man, the steps of man, the steps of man are in order. And he delights in his ways. And the he in that verse isn't you, it's God. The, the steps of man have been put in order, and he is excited. Why? Because he declared your end at the beginning. And he's put the steps in order to take you from where you are to where you need to be. And he's excited about the future that he has planned for you, right? And so, so the, steps of, the steps of man, and the reason it says good is because the word man there, it, what it literally means is a strong individual or a warrior. And, and, and it doesn't include everybody, but it is for anybody who will make the choice to add strength and, and, and engage in the fight. 
So it's really, it's totally up to you. If, if, will you be strong? Will you engage in the fight? Then your steps are ordered, and you can watch God celebrate over your life. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, okay, so what's one little thing I can do, uh, you know, that, that, that'll kind of get me back to where, okay, uh, it'll get me back, get, start putting life in order. How about instead of pulling against God, you partnered up with God? Huh? You, you know, how, how, you know how, how, many, how many of us, and you don't have to respond here, you know, I mean, you can if you want, but, uh, uh, you know, I just wonder how many of us are, are dealing with life, and man, it's heavy, and, it, and, and it's, you know, there are moments when you're weary, and, 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 and you get tired, and, and it's like, oh my gosh, and, and, you know, and, and the weight of life is trying to push you out of the position that God's called you to be in, and, and, and it's heavy. I just wonder how many of us are there. Jesus made this statement. Matthew, you can put this one up if you want. He said, he said, come unto me, all ye who are weary and heavy laden. Look at that. And look what he said. And I will give you a break. No. He didn't say, I'll give you a break. Some of us have settled for a break. You don't need a break. I mean, if you think about it, the word break sounds like something's broken. You don't need a break. You don't need to tap the brakes. What you need is real rest. You need to come from a, every day, you're operating out of a position of rest. Why? Because that's part of God's order. And he said, come to me, come to me, come to me, and I'll give you rest. Look, look at verse 29. It, it says uh, in 29, it says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And, and, and this is where sometimes, you know, I just being raised in the church, a bunch of us old timers, you know, we totally get it. I asked one of the young guys yesterday, I actually ended up asking two or three, and, and, uh, but one guy said, okay, when it says, take my yoke, what, what's a yoke? And he actually, in his head, was picturing eggs. It's an egg. You know, and, and I, so, so I thought, okay, you know, people know what a yoke is. So I started calling guys, and I, I won't name them because I don't want to embarrass TJ or nothing, but, uh, uh, <laughs> but he was way off. A yoke was a wooden collar that went around the shoulders of oxen or draft horses. You, you know that if a, if a, 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 a horse that can pull 8,000 pounds by itself, if you hook it up to another one, how, how much do you think they can pull? Like six, 16 or 20? No, it's like 35,000. It, it, it multiplies huge. And Jesus said, you know what you ought to do? You ought to slip into this yoke. You, you ought to put my yoke on. Instead of pulling against me, how about we pull together? How much do you think we could do if we did this my way? How much ground do you think you could cover if you let him order the steps? Because you won't take him out of order. See, I said, you, you, you're not going to drag him off course. He said, you're going to find out I'm gentle, lowly in heart. And you're going to find rest for your soul. Huh? Look, look, look at verse 30. He said, you're going to find this rest in your soul. And, and, and then he said, my yoke is easy. It's not hard. It's a little thing. Burden. You know what? What you're carrying is heavy, but if you let him connect to you, he'll carry the weight. He's for you. He's not against you. 
It's time to get our lives in order. Just, just little things. It's time to stop trying to impress everybody, including ourselves, and just please Him. I just want to pray for you. Would you, would you bow your head for a minute. And Father, like Paul said, enlighten the eyes of our understanding so we can see the hope to which we've been called. God, give us eyes to see. Let us see and recognize and know that your plan is perfect, that your way is ordered. Help us get our lives in order. God, in the little things, in the little things, in the little things. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if you're here today and you're trying to live outside that yoke, you're trying to live, you might even try to live godly, but yet without a real relationship with God. Because you just go through religious routines and strategies and ceremonies, but the, the, the relationship isn't real. We're all going to pray this prayer together. Why don't you make it yours today? If you would get real with God, it would be amazing how real God could be for you. If you're here while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, I'm not going to have you stand. I won't call you out. But if you're here and you say, you know what, Tom, I'm going to make that prayer my prayer. I just want to agree with you in prayer. So would you just hold your hand up really high just so I can see it? Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So awesome. You can put them down. It's awesome. I'm telling you, God's changing lives. I just want everybody here, just pray this. Just say, dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, everybody. Let's give God a hand. Celebrate with heaven.